You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, to Old Soul in a Young World. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself. Internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Old soul, young world. Old souls, young souls, and all my damn souls in between. Welcome back to another week of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. Hey! Guys, it is lit this week. It is popping. We have a podcast host, a social media entrepreneur, somebody who's working at a local dispensary in Chelsea, shout out Western Front, and doing so much more with his own Messy Room podcast, Welcome to the show, Vic Rodriguez. Ooh. What's poppin'? Oh man, thank you. That's an amazing intro. Yo, like, the yeah. intros are important, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you literally hyped me up. I just want to jump around hey! now. <laughs> Yo, A's like my quote, so if you want to scream with me, like, oh yeah, hey! yeah, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's funny because I had seen one of the videos you posted on Instagram. It was like a clip from uh, one of your podcasts and you were talking about how hard you worked on that intro okay, and how yeah, important yeah. the intros are. And I was like, well, I got to f- kill my intro then. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I literally, literally like, I probably, that's probably the hardest thing I work for is those intros. I'd be screaming, yelling, like trying to hype the guest up. Cause like, I feel like once you hype the guest up, it's like, oh, they're just themselves. Right. They're just chilling, having but fun. But like, if you do like a weak intro, like yeah. your guest is just like, it's not ca- with yeah, it. Like you- they're like, oh, what up? And it's like, nah, I need that energy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's kind of like, you gotta like, yeah. you, I, it's like, you gotta show them love. Like, you know Facts. what I mean? Like, and then they just like go crazy. Like, and when we talked on the phone too, we were like, oh, it's gonna be lit. Cause we're both podcasts though. So we're, we're down to talk. I'm telling you. So I had a, um, on the messy room, I literally had uh, the Real Relate Boys. I don't know if you know them. Real Relate Boys. And it was like the funnest podcast because like they're podcast hosts too. See? So they kind of understand. Like, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's literally going to be an amazing one. Tell you, an amazing one, ladies an and amazing gentlemen. amazing one. Tune in. I'm <laughs> But you know, Vic, I'm going to give you the chance to mm. just let people know because, you know, I don't even know. Me and Vic and met each other one time yep, at yep. Um, a cannabis event with Western Front. Um, it was, I believe... Mm, 420. Who was performing? It was Michael on 420. Christmas. Michael Christmas was performing, 420. Um, went up to Vic. I was like, yo, blah, blah. I saw he was doing camera stuff. Wanted mm-hmm. to get in touch. So we just stay in touch. But honestly, I don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> I don't know where you're from, what you do. So yeah, yeah. let's get um, into it. <laughs> I don't even know. That's like a loaded question. I mean, so like, uh, my name is Vic Rodriguez from Chelsea, Mass. 02150. Hey, born and raised. Out. Shout out to Chelsea. And I mean, born and raised. I kind of just like, you know, uh, your friendly neighborhood podcaster, like literally, like <laughs> I've always just like wanted to be in media, always wanted to be in front of the camera. Yes. I kind of just like one day, like I was going to Luzno and on Milk Street and in downtown. I was kind of like, man, I need to change my life because at the time, like I was working in finance, so it was kind of like, okay, I felt like so the world was telling me like my mom, like my parents, like you know what I mean, like my cousins, like everybody around me was telling me like oh, bro, you're killing the game. Like, you're in a suit, bro. You're working at a bank. You're doing accounting. And in my head, I was like, bro, this is terrible. This is not it. Yeah, this is delusional. Like, you know what I mean? So so then, like, in my whole life, I was like, man, I want to get in front of a camera. I want to talk. And then I got, like, super hip to, like, podcasting. And I was, like, yeah. in love with, like, Joe Rogan's, the Joey Diaz's. Joe Rogan's the man. The, the goat. The, the goat. goat. Yeah, literally. So, Mentor. Like, exactly. Like, bro, yeah, yeah. I could yeah. talk about Joe Rogan for 45 minutes. But, like, Facts. it's just, like... You know, so then all of a sudden, like one day, like I had a rough day, like in the in the bank, like the market was just crazy. So I kind of was like, scream, like literally looking delusional. I was on Milk Street downtown. I like, never forget this day. And I'm just screaming to myself, like, yo, what the f- 
am I doing? Like, bro, like, I got to be chasing my dreams. Like, bro, I remember, and I was like, yo, I remember, like, Vic, like, I was talking to myself, like, Vic, I remember you saying, like, you want to be this TV guy, but you're over here, like, in a suit? Like, what are you doing? Like, so it was just like, like, so I went through that, you know what I mean? And then, um. We all have to have that moment of self-realization, I feel like. Yeah. Like, we all have that. And actually, I mentioned this in a couple podcasts ago, but it's like, you live two lives. The first life, when you're born, Mm -hmm. and the second life, when you're reborn with your purpose, and you realize that there's, like, something else to this, you know what I'm saying? That was amazing. That was really amazing. I feel like you was reborn with your podcast. Exactly. So, like, that literally was amazing. Like, I might watch, rewatch this. That's and a like, little gem right there. Yeah, literally rewatch hey. this and hear that again. Like, that, that was amazing. Nah, so yeah, so it was literally like, like, I came to that realization. I was like screaming at myself, like, what the fuck am I doing? And then I was just like, I felt like, I take it like, it was like my like my lowest point, like almost, you know what I mean? Where yeah. I'm kind of like vulnerable, like people are looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? And I'm just like, fuck. And then I was just like, yo, you know what? Started planning it out in my head. Like, all right, I want to do like a show. I love podcasts. Like, fuck it. Like, let's do a podcast. Let's research shit, Vic. Like, yo, do all this shit. And mm-hmm. then I was just like, for some reason, I was like, yo, I want to talk to someone, obviously. Like, it's a podcast. I want to have a conversation. Yeah. So who the fuck am I going to talk to? And for some reason, like, one of my best friends, like, Jason came to my head. And I was shout just out like. Jason. Shout out to Jason. Yo, Jason, I love you, bro. So it was literally like, oh, man. And then I just texted him like, yo, bro, like, you done to do a podcast? And he just said, yes. And it like. That's it. I'm telling you, it's like I want confirmation. Yeah, it's like I hit a grand slam at Fenway. Like I was cheering, <laughs> jumping around, like let's fucking go. And then we just started on this journey, like, and it's been it's been fucking awesome. Like, so what? Um, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah. when exactly did this journey like begin for you? How many years ago or months ago was 2019, that? 2019, around like April is when the idea started twisting and turning. Like when it started getting hot, and then um, we started in May. Like okay. Memorial Day weekend, we bought the mics, and then like the next week, we just literally started. Just so y'all just jumped into it, figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, like the first meeting we ever had, we were just standing at each other like, "All right, man, like, uh, what, what do we got to do?" Like, yeah, yeah but, and then it, we just kept going, and then we had our family on. We literally had J- our first guest ever was Jason's little brother. Like, we literally just yes. started just going with our friends, family, all this stuff, and then we kind of just started getting grown, like growing the network, and then yeah. getting like, and then um, the pinnacle like point like where i was like where i started seeing things shifting because we we're doing it week in week out mm-hmm. was uh shout out to luke bars luke answered yeah. shout out to luke, yeah so luke uh from van buren he answered so i, I got hip to him through michael christmas funny yeah like yeah so michael christmas everything album, works in like a synchronization yeah, literally, like, that you don't even realize till it comes to be and you're like oh shit, all exactly that was connected. <laughs> so I, was a, I was a big fan of michael christmas and then he like luke was featured on his album yeah uh, uh hiding was the album 2020 so then i was like oh shit. So then it kind of just like, like, so when Luke answered the the email and was like, I'm down, it was like, oh, we, we could literally have cool ass people on the show. Like, oh, this is like literally a possibility. Facts. Like, not that everyone else wasn't cool. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, just an example. Like someone that's like more known. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it was right. like, oh, so then we, we really kicked it into gear and we just really tried. Like, and it was just like, oh, man. And the more I did it. And the more me and Jason did it, the group, the the bigger, like, our bond grew. And then, yeah. like, just the more I kept falling in love with it and falling in love with it. And then at the time, I was still working at the bank. So it was like I was living this duality Two that you were talking about. Two different lives. Literally, yep. like, I was doing accounting during the day, yep. heated, getting tight. And then it would just be like, all right. Like now, a release, like an outlet type. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would do the podcast and I would feel, like, amazing. But then I'd be like, have to go back to I gotta wake up yeah Mm -hmm. so then that's when I realized uh, I gotta leave so yeah and then this is where the dispensary comes in so then Mm -hmm. wait can I can I um hit on one thing that you said I just want to point out because you know starting a podcast you know it's there's we both love Joe Rogan Mm -hmm. so there is no 
blueprint for how you're supposed to do it. Like Joe Rogan literally created a platform that became so big that when people got offended and stopped, like they wanted to kick him off Spotify, Spotify knew that they couldn't kick Joe Rogan off because he's bringing their income in. He created a blueprint so big that he created like his own podcasting network. Yeah. Um, but from the very start of the start, it's like, Nobody hands you a book and is like, this is how to podcast. This mm-hmm. is what you should do. This is how you get guests on. This is how you make it a business. Exactly. So it's like um, funny. I just relate to you saying like your first guest was your best friend's little brother. Like my first guest, like literally my best friends, my sister came on one of my first episodes, people from college who I hadn't talked to for a while. I just like <laughs> messaged them, DM them on Instagram. I was like, yo, you interested in coming off and like showing, showing that you sing or showing that whatever it is. Exactly. But it's like a lot of people who are gang into the podcast industry because it's so up and coming just like the cannabis industry mm-hmm. because of 2020 like because I feel of 2020 like the ex- pandemic expanded like it blew it up like it was like right. crazy it made people realize like okay i can actually do this from my house mm-hmm. myself without like a whole production team like without all this sh- you know i started in similar circumstances so yeah. i just want to relate because a lot of people don't understand yeah you really have to just figure it the f- out on your way exactly yeah. exactly so then it was kind of like a thing where like so now I, I find though. So it took a lot though. It took a lot because I was literally like, I'm literally going delusional, ladies Doesn't and gentlemen. Like, make you crazy. Like I'm telling you, I was Same. like, I would literally be like, nah, like I can't leave the bank because, like, I, I got a career. Yep. But but then but it was like I was just saying stuff to myself like, and it was like I feel like it was just like the way society thinks. It was but still like it was like the implanted family in influence me. too because like you said like oh you have a suit and tie you have a business mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, type job then oh okay you're good like you're doing good because I was the same thing like I still work a. F- seven to three job you know what i'm saying oh, like man. You i hate still it, right? <laughs> i i yes like i dude i want to do this full time obviously but mm-hmm. it's that balance of like the financial aspect versus mm-hmm. the dreams and then figuring out as an individual like okay how do i make this work for me yeah so you know so like i feel like blessed almost because like the dispensary is literally like shout out to western front they've literally shout out western front yeah <laughs> they've literally like blessed me so like like long story short like so i find out figured out that like oh i'm literally wilding like trying to stay in this bank job so i'm like all right i gotta literally like find something so i just started hitting my network so like i just started like talking to like my old mentors and things like that so then um i um he's a city counselor in chelsea uh leo robinson in chelsea he's like a legend he's like a this guy so i know him personally because i worked uh i was a i worked in inspectional services in chelsea like i was an intern okay so i kind of like seen him all the time like he was like a city official kind of guy so i just kind of hit him up and i was like leo like i'm kind of like i feel you know, like stagnant. I feel kind of like stuck in my job. Like I was wondering if like, you know, anything that like, and he was like, Oh bro, one of my buddies opened in dispensary. And I was like, yo, what? I was like, uh, yeah, man. Were like you I was even, like, like expecting that. Like, no, did you... like, cause he's such a, like a city official. Like yeah, I was yeah. thinking like a best job or like, is like, you know, like a, like a secretary or something. But then he said, Oh, a dispensary. And I was kind of like, bro. And I was kind of looking to like branch out of the banking. Cause I knew I just didn't like it. So I was like, bro, I might just go to this interview and just see what's up. Yeah. So then it kind of like, so Dennis, shout out to Dennis. He's my, the CEO of our company. He's also the owner. Shout I kind of just Dennis. sat there. Shout, shout out to Dennis. Yeah. Hi. So I kind of just sat there like in the interview and I was kind of like, like not, not knowing what to expect. And then he kind of was just like, oh, we're a black Latino owned business and all these things. And it was like all the things that I was kind of like hating on the bank. Like, oh man, I feel like so corporate. I feel yeah. like I betrayed my people, like all this stuff. So then when he's saying like, oh, we're a black Latino owned business, we want to operate professionally but what people that look like us like people of color all this stuff so i was kind of like oh like i'm changing the world like yo i was like dennis i want to be part of this like let me be part of this journey yes yeah so then it was it was awesome so i started off like just like 
regular like bud tender or whatever like just on the register and shit like that like inventory just moving the weed around and then it just kind of like it kind of just fucked with me and they were just like oh yo you they like searched me up like she was like oh cassandra my manager she was like oh you 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 got a podcast mm -hmm. i was like yeah she's like we kind of want to start like media and doing all these things and i was kind of like I might, I might just be your guy, right? right? So then, right. so then, um, it just, yeah, it just came to be, and then, blessed. Quick to, question for you: Before all of this, like before the banking, before cannabis, all mm -hmm. that, did you have like media training in any sort besides the podcast, like video wise, editing wise? Did you f around? Like, were you a music? Like, I don't nah, know, not at all. Nothing. Like, I had no editing experience, no production, no. Like, I just love watching like movies and loved like watching comedians like i want to be a comedian one day like all this stuff. i literally write jokes and stuff so Dope. i just studied that in that way like i was always just a big fan yeah so then when i kind of like got into the podcast i didn't really like i feel like my first podcast ever i like now i'm just talking talking on myself but before it was like hello we're you know like it was Dude, just so still and so yes. like just gross Yo, i was literally my first couple like reading a script like i had oh, written really? everything yeah everything yeah. and i was like going line by line and then i was like yo this is not what i'm trying to do exactly yeah, you're yeah. trying to just be like your true genuine and that's self. that blueprint part where it's like okay you have to figure out what works you have to fail you have to succeed exactly you know like so like uh i love the first episode of the podcast but i'll probably never listen to that again because it's just so cringy like it yo, just don't sound like me trust me like so yeah so that's so I literally had no experience. So throughout doing the podcast, I was learning day in and day out, learning just like, oh, what's a good question? Or, oh, like, how do you edit this? Or how do you produce this? Or like, I got this cool idea in my head, but I don't know how to do it. So like, how do I figure it out? Like so many YouTube videos asking, you know, Jason so many questions, just asking my like network so many questions. It's just like, you just learn as you go. And I was Facts. just like, I'm going to figure it out because this is, I found what I want to do. So now, you know, now I got to just learn it. Yeah. And that's, that's like been my thing. So then when the Western Front like sat me in that room that day in the, in the conference room and just told me like, yeah, we want you to be this media guy. We want you to run our social media. We love your energy and all this shit. I was kind of like, bro, like I f it was like kind of like my I made it moment kind of thing. Cause like, like that's why I feel like I'm kind of blessed. Cause like I literally get to do, I literally edit videos. Like I'm always on social media. Like I don't get in trouble for being on Instagram. Cause that's literally my job. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm always on a mic, like just, you know, whether like you know, testing it or production or whatever it is. Like, I'm always just doing it. So I feel like super blessed to just be able to do what I love. And then like, that's why like, I love, I love the Western front till the end. Cause like they literally gave me this opportunity to just be myself Facts. 24 seven. Um, I just want to highlight because it's so dope because when you start telling your story, like you literally started off with like having a mental breakdown, like walking yeah. down milk. I think you said milk, milk street, right? street. Yeah. Walking down milk street, having a mental breakdown. Like it's, I'm picturing like very similar to you when I was getting in the mindset of wanting to start my podcast. Mm -hmm. I was down, yo. I was losing my mind. I was working at an executive job. I worked at Macy's executive corporate office. Oh, that's so fair, you already bro. know. I was in retail. I was mm -hmm. doing like HR. Sh I was working like holidays, weekends, like nine to six. Like it was like miserable. I was depressed as. Sh so I was at that point where I was like having that mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. But it's sometimes like that it's kind of crazy because when you look back you're like wow you just laugh if i right? didn't go through that if i didn't like have that crazy moment where i looked like a crazy psycho on the street people staring at me like wondering what's going on <laughs> to now just taking that risk taking that chance and i didn't even know you didn't have like previous media experience nah, like, it, so it, you took even a bigger jump yeah. in risk with your career to start something new and it's like even though you didn't know it at the time it all led to where it was supposed to be exactly so like, it was kind of like a thing like i'm like 
I was always like unsure. Like obviously you just don't know what the future holds for you. But Facts. like when I heard like, oh, dispensary, I kind of was like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm in banking, but fuck it, let's take this leap. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like uh, I kind of, you know, I don't want to be like working on the register for the rest of rest of my life. Like, so do I stay? Do I, do I kind of like, you know, go back to banking? Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like, oh man, like they want to do this media shit. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Like, so I feel like I'm in the right place at the right time. Like, and it's yeah. just like cool. And every day, like, I just like, you know, like when you leave work, like, and you're just like, fuck, like finally it's over. Yes. I literally leave work and I don't want to leave. Like, I'd be like talking to everybody, like just See, having a great time. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just super cool. And then to just be able to have like these two shows, uh, the messy room podcast and, um, you know, the good grass show, just like two different dynamics. So I feel like I'm just growing as an interviewer, podcaster, where like it's like two different styles. Like I Facts. feel like I'm just growing. Like I also feel like I'm in school, like just growing as a person yeah. and like gaining experience. So do you feel day. like personally from like you moving to the dispensary and being given this opportunity, like it's kind of inspired you to want to like learn more or become more prior to when you were at the bank and it was like you just knew you were going to be like stuck yeah. there kind of like you said stagnant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was literally like uh, a thing where it's kind of like, I felt like I plateaued. So I wanted to like get a raise, but they were kind of being weird. Oh, we're in a, we're in a pandemic. So uh, we only could guarantee your job, but we can't move you up. And I'm kind of like, Ooh, that's I want to learn to, I want to learn this. Like, what, yeah. what do you mean? Like, so they're kind of just being weird and yeah. I'm just like, man, like whatever. So then it's kind of went to this thing where I was like, all right. So now I feel like I'm learning every day. And like, like, you know, like, I feel like when, let me just collect my words, it's kind of like a thing where, like, I'm trying to say this, like, right. It's kind of like, all right, you, you, you feel like, I felt like I was moving in the bank, right? I was making, like, money and all this shit, but I felt like my tires were just stuck in the mud. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm on the highway just going. Well, because I think growing. it's kind of back to that purpose thing, right? Like, you were physically doing what you had to do. Yeah. You were financially doing what you had to do, but, like, inside there was clearly something deeper within you that had like a creative motivational um you know just like internal like signal where you your internal clock was like yo but this ain't it yeah like, this ain't it yeah. you know what i'm saying so <laughs> even though you didn't know what it was there was something already intuitively mm-hmm. telling you like but there's more more than this at least yeah. you and, know and like like uh to go back to like the idea that like i just like you don't know what the future holds for you. Facts. It kind of like working in dispensary and things like that always just felt right. Always just felt like, I feel like I'm in the right place. All right, I'm, <laughs> I'm here. Like, oh yeah, we, we ready. Oh, <laughs> today's a good day. All right. Now, now we're just chilling. Like literally like, it's just been such a like crazy experience. Cause I just, I went from like working at a bank to interviewing people like Montel Williams and like, mm-hmm. like Millie's like, it's just Facts. like, like when, it blows wait, my mind. We got to get into that. So well, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Can you just, so when did the good grass show actually start? Okay. And what is the purpose of the good grass podcast? Okay. So the good grass is pretty much like the Western was trying to find a, the Western front was trying to find a way where they, they they're hip, they're cool. And they wanted to like have their voice out there. They want they want to be like this brand they, like they, they're very like, you know, prideful in their brand. So it was kind of like, all right, like they found, they, they, so they, 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 they pieced it together where they're like, oh, wait, we got Vic as the media guy. So then they, so then I went into the chamber, like, all right, how do I promote cannabis? How do I promote weed? Like, how do I just do this? And like, um, I, I kind of took like a, like, you know, hot ones, like yeah. they promote like food and yeah, like yeah, first yeah. we feast is like an amazing channel. Mm-hmm. I thought of it like that. I was like, bro, weed is like, full circle so i it's kind of like our goal is to talk about the industry talk about like what's happening talk about just like everything that's weed like you know what i mean like cannabis like edibles whatever whatever we're talking about and just talk about how like 
like the industry's moving. We want to talk about that. We want to just like it's just ever evolving. So I'm thinking of doing stuff like pranks, like hey. do like smoke sessions, like stuff like that. Just like because yeah. I feel like weed is just like a ever like it's 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 like an ever revolving thing, and it's growing too. It's so new yeah. that like people like are just like not knowledgeable or just like unaware. So like we're trying to like teach people and like learn like you know give people like knowledge on like yeah. oh like oh like you might not want to smoke it but like there's edibles like oh right. you might not want to have an edible but there's like a tincture because well, there's such a lack of education on exactly. cannabis like still there's like a huge stigma and we're trying to still in states decriminalize it there's still people in jail because of mm -hmm. it um and like you said it's like um i actually have arthritis already like i suffer from arthritis very young and i never got um i was offered like cortisone shots different medications for it and yeah. i'm actually a cannabis user like out of um all those options as not what I wanted. I've used cannabis for like over a decade um, in different ways. And actually recently because of the pain I've been having instead, and I'm a smoker more so, yeah, like yeah. that's how I consume. Um, I've been looking into like tinctures and CBD and different type of muscle relaxants. Cause I'm like, okay, I smoke for like, you know, stress and like the pain that it gives me and stuff like that. But then there's like a deeper part of it where it's almost, it's a medical aspect. Exactly, Do you know what I mean? And, exactly. and people don't understand the knowledge of the medical aspect. So like the fact that y'all can incorporate the knowledge in with like the fun of it and just like messing around. Cause like, yo, I'd be watching the clips you put on Instagram. <laughs> I'd just be cracking up. Like it'd be like these <laughs> short, you. yo, wait, I have to call you out though. Like that handshake with Montel Williams. <laughs> yo, can we just reenact it? This is fake. He like goes to and he's like, he, he's and like, there uh, is <laughs> and then they just like do a quick grab and like he that, takes his hand oh back. Oh my god, that, that had me dying. So that it's has like to be the, that, that had to be like the. So I'm like over here like I studied for this dude for weeks. And then did right, you did you like study I up on him everything? I, I probably watched like 97 videos i was just on youtube just studying him like crazy watching like full-fledged yeah montel like the montel williams show like yeah. episodes just watching like everything about him so i kind of knew like where like i knew, i watched interviews with him so i kind of knew what to say like to get him triggered and start yelling and stuff so it was like this whole thing but then when he didn't shake my hand all that shit went out the window Yo. and i was like oh uh, uh, and i didn't i literally didn't know what to say like oh my god i was like oh nervous because it was just such a like i yes. was like uh, uh, and it just me all up yeah that yeah. was delusional that and was that's weird. too like a part of a, like the the learning experience though because like a lot of people don't understand that hosting a podcast or doing a podcast in general it's like a lot of shit. there's a I'm lot saying. of behind like, the scenes there's a lot of researchers like i get anxious every time i record like before we started i was nervous i was uh, like yo i get nervous every <laughs> goddamn time that i turn the camera when i on. tell you when i tell you i literally so i interviewed uh one of my um one of my managers mm -hmm. and he's like he's cool as hell shout out to steve like he's cool but like so steve i was like steve i won't lie to you like i get nervous for every single one of these every single and he one he was like why are you telling me that i'm nervous <laughs> and i was like bro because it's literally like you, you don't understand like you prepare for this so much you just want it to go well yes. and then like you don't want to have a guest where like they're kind of like you ask them a question they're like kind of like low energy yeah you know, like a one word answer and you're like bro and you kind of just gotta like build off that pick, like like almost like picking their teeth like oh, like please like you know answer like <laughs> Yo, give me a, like yeah I feel that so like in your head you're just like oh man this is this is terrible and you're also like as a podcast host you're kind of thinking of like the cameras the lights like where everything's placed so like when yeah. someone's kind of like, like off and being weird you're kind of like oh man i got I, like you're, you're so stressed and that's what right. i'm saying like people just don't understand it so i'm glad like i'm so happy like I have someone that understands like oh, 100%. like the the like anxiety part. Dude, of I'm it. not even lying. Like every single week when I record, like exactly. my palms are sweating. Yeah. Like we turn like I just pretend. I pretend I psych myself. Like I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're good, you're good. But like I'm not. And then I am when the camera comes yeah. on. But it's like but, 
Well, I'm sorry. I was, I was gonna say when we were off no, camera, ahead. when we were off camera, I was literally like jumping up. Like you, you see dancing? me dancing. You were dancing, like getting it. Like... That's what I'm saying. Cause that's like the that's like the rituals. You just gotta yeah. like I was like, bro, I can't sit here yeah. like, and just like wait patiently. Like it's so like I'm just like, all right, we gotta just Facts. get rolling. So it was just yeah, it's just like Well and then on top of that too, because and I'm wondering like kinda how your transition was, but I feel like the Messy Room podcast is so chill, laid back. Like, literally, guys, yeah. when we're talking about Messy Room podcast, I'll let you tell a story. But, like, <laughs> from what I had seen, it was like, I legit have a messy room. I don't give a f- So we're going to be casual. <laughs> we're going to do our podcast in my messy room. Yeah. And we're going to build off that. Like, life's messy. Things are everywhere. People are everywhere. So, like, it's just kind of fitting for, like, any type of conversation. Exactly. Which is very casual and laid back. Opposed to, like, like you said, when you're scheduling Montel Williams, who's a t- television host for, like, decades of his life and then you're researching and all this stuff it's very more like um scheduled and planned out Mm -hmm. like how was that for you as like just your personality translating it um i just i feel like i have to just i felt like i had to be more collected just i felt like if i researched more the more i researched montel the more comfortable i got just with the idea of talking to him but it's still like like that was the first interview. That was the first thing I ever did. That was for the, the very first the interview? The first thing I ever did for the Good Grass Show. So we were planning the Good Grass Show. I was like planning what I was going to do, like planning what I was going to say, planning like the style interview we were going to have, talk about like, like, you know, bringing up topics of what we were going to bring up. And then like one day they bring me into the office. They're like, oh, uh, um, you know, we're going to we're going to have you interview uh, Montel Williams. And I was like, what? Shh. I would have been like, what? If, if my producer said it to me, I would have been like, bro, nah. And then, I don't know if I can ignore it yet. Yeah, exactly. And I went, what What do you mean? I'm going to interview him. Like, what? Like, And that was like the first thing. So I, it was like, what the f***? So that was going to be the first interview for the Good Grass Show. And I want, obviously, you want the Good Grass Show to be cool. And right. You want and to that's be part hit. of your job, too. So it's like, all right, this is my responsibility. Yeah. Like, and, Yeah. And I also yeah. don't want to get fired for asking him a dumb question. <laughs> like, so it was like so stressful. Like, I, like, I felt like but at the end of that day, like, I... I literally didn't know, even know what to think. I was just like, oh, man, I f- up here, 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 here. And then watching it back, I was like, oh, we did all right. It was really yeah. smooth. Like, I, I, yeah, I was like, oh, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that Facts. bad. It was, yeah, but the Mont- yeah, Montel was, like, honestly, he's one of the coolest dudes I've ever met in my life. Like, off camera, I was just telling him, like, you know, I appreciate you. You know, you're, you're literally the guy. Like, yeah. you, you were doing what, like... I want to do since I was a little kid. Like I want, I've always wanted to be like a TV host, like yeah. like Jimmy Fallon, Dave, David Letterman, Dave, uh, Jay Leno, all these like cool guys. You mm-hmm. know, Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. um, George Lopez, all these dudes. Facts. So it was just like this thing where like Montel, like I had it was to like tell that him. degree of separation. It's like wow, you're seeing somebody who you've like seen on TV that has been in the steps exactly. that you want to do, and like they're in front of you seeing exactly. an interview with you. Yeah, and he does it at the highest level. So I was right, just like, right. oh, I hope I did you justice. Like, I, you know, and and is there any advice you could give me? And he was kind of just like, listen, man, it doesn't matter how many questions you write. It doesn't matter how prepared you are. It matters about what you it matters about the mic and it matters about you know the camera what people what people feel and what what people say like people are gonna know like the bullshit pretty much like the bullshit that like that you're saying like so like if let's say like you ask a question yeah. and like you feel like our like the guest is like he really wants to talk or like he's really engaging in this yeah. conversation it's kind of like he's kind of like all right he, he was telling me like don't just be like all right check next question mm-hmm. let it engage with that question because yeah. clearly they want to like talk about that or like the, and then you might have the opportunity to ask like a question Yo, that's never been asked this before is a f- 
I'm sorry. Sorry to just interrupt you. But like, nah, you're cool. that is a key. And like, I actually, I spoke at this, um, it was like a youth uh, apprenticeship program for social media. Like people, people I seen starting that. podcasts. I actually seen that. You're, you're, yeah. You're, this thing was on, was on yeah, the screen. Yeah. And you were showing like different versions you know? of it, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. this girl um, in the program and she's, she's, you know, young and she's starting her own podcast. And it's okay, like, okay. Um, she's a Latina. So it's like a Latina music based podcast. Mm. And she was so dope, but you know, and, and shout you out if you're listening in, like, you know who you are. Um, a little insecure about her question asking and just yeah. wondering like, okay, so this is my list. And she had like 50 questions written. And I'm like, you're get like, trust me, you are not going to get through all those questions. Literally right not. now I have a whole notes right here. All these things about Vic, all this stuff. I haven't even looked over here. I think I looked over once to like ask you a question, <laughs> but it's like, it's true because when you're podcasting, when you're on social media and anyone listening in, like if you're genuinely having a conversation with someone, I think that's the key, like genuine. So I told this girl, mm -hmm. I'm like, when you're asking questions don't ask so that you're asking to get an answer to go to the next question yeah you're asking and you're listening to their response so that you can respond you're not listening to their response so okay question number three now question number four now yeah, no because like you said it leads into like things that nobody's ever said before. exactly and then like you'll have cool like i'm telling you when someone's being their genuine self on camera whether it be like montel williams whether it be you know my boy marvin or whoever the you know what I mean? It's just like when you when you get to this genuine level where we're just chopping it up or whatever, it it's cool. Like, oh, man, I never noticed, you know, Jesse was this cool fly girl. You know what I mean? Oh, I never noticed <laughs> right. Vic was cool. Like, yeah. Like, and then you just like as a viewer, at least like that's why like I love Joe Rogan, because like you'll have people like Joey Diaz on. And he's just being his absolute self. Like, right. And I'm going to eat a uh, uh, I'm going to eat a milligram uh, 200 milligram Yo. edible right now on your show. And you're just like. And then you see the conversation, you're just dying, and like 100%. that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it makes it amazing, and that, and that's why like I love I love this podcast game because like and that's why we do it. Like yo, the my producer room. was listening to Nori earlier, and it was like yeah. their newest podcast. He was like, "Yo, I'm like so live right." He was like, "I can't even get my I'm so." Uh, and they were like, yo, what did you drink? He was like, I smoked. You know, y'all know I don't smoke. Y'all know I don't smoke. <laughs> like, it was just so genuine. And like, I was setting up the set and he was listening to it. I'm yeah. like, yo, that's like. Drink champs. Oh, that's right, because it's Noriega, relatable. You. you feel me? It's that like, people who are listening in when you're hosting, no mm -hmm. matter what format you're on, or even if you have a business, people just want to be able to feel relatable. Exactly. Like, evoke some type of emotion where they're like, yo, I've been through that shit. Exactly. You, know? you, you, make, you make your, like, if like let's say like Kanye says something like relatable, you feel like I've been in Kanye's shoes, like so you, he he becomes less of an like a celebrity and like this yeah. fi like figure that you can't see to like this this guy that's just like bro, he's the like you know what I mean he's just right. a regular dude from Chicago that like had a dream and that that's where and that's where you relate yeah. that's where you connect to and it's it's crazy and that's why I'm saying like this podcast game is I I love it to the end because I feel like my whole life. I wasn't good at school, like, I, all this stuff. Like, I didn't, you know, not that I wasn't good at school. I didn't care enough to, like, even, like, try. So it's kind of like this thing where, like, I learned a lot of the lessons I learned and a lot of, like, the big lessons I learned through, like, conversations and things like that. So yeah, when like when, communication with people. Exactly, facts. like, kind of like when, like, your older brother grabs you, like, you know, puts puts his, his arm around you and he's kind of like, bro, you can't do this for this, this, is this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just like, bro, I, I finally get it. That's yeah. so, like, in those moments, like, those... I, those momentous moments in life for me, I felt like I've like truly like it changed my life. I impacted like um, it impacted me like in a positive way. So that's why I also love the podcast game because it's like not only can you talk to a cool person at a genuine level, but you could also just like like you like 
you just feel like like yourself. You feel cool. Yes. Like you know what I mean. And it's you could learn an v- amazing lesson. Like that's what I'm saying. You like, know what I related to? Like beautifully, beautiful. How, how people read books or like get mm-hmm. knowledge from books. Like we educate ourselves in school through books. I always felt that way with like talking to people. Like even when I was young, if like older people like would have a conversation with me and they would be like ranting, raving, like a young kid, like maybe they would get bored and like not listen. I was always that one like tuning in because I found it intriguing, like listening to the story. How did you get to where you were? Like, how are you in this position? Like, even if it's a teacher, even if it was like a random like associate, like I just feel like that we take advantage, we take for granted form of communication and how much that can teach us about ourselves. Like listening to other people's struggle helped me to get over obstacles when I faced that, you know, like exactly. certain shit like that. It teaches you about you and them. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you said it in a beautiful way. Like that's literally what it is. Like, it's just like, like those, those kids that like, you know, like your, your, your uncle's talking he's kind of like, Oh, back in my day, he's hitting you with those stories. And then you kind of just like those kids that were like, Oh, Oh, stop already. Like, oh, Theo, yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. f-ing cut it out. Like, bro, I, I literally think those those kids were like dumb. Cause like, it's like, bro, what do you mean? This dude's giving you the knowledge. gems. He's trying to bless you with like Facts. knowledge. Like, it's just like, I'd be like, bro, like, so like, that last me the same way. Like, my uh, my uncle, like, all my uncles and stuff, they always like, always have stories. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I've always listened to these dudes' stories. And it was kind of like, like, again, going back to like comedians and things like that. Yeah. I love the idea of like people watching you. Like, and you're just like standing around, like people are like sitting, watching you talk and you're, you're, you get a, a, like a, a reaction out of them, whether it be laughing, crying, whatever oh, it is. Facts. And I think that's like the most beautiful thing. Cause like, if like, same way with music, if like it hits you or like the point where you're laughing or you're crying or you, you give out an emotion, the person that did it, did their fucking job. Like, yes. and they, they killed it. You yes. know what I mean? So. Yo, I was listening to this motivational fine. like YouTube video the other day and it was talking about the strongest thing, no matter if you like own like a business, like you're selling clothes mm-hmm. or like whatever you're doing, like you can apply it to anything. But the key to like selling or getting people to want it is like you make them want it through evoking an emotion, through evoking some type of experience that they've already had. You feel, what, you punching my mic? Yeah, my you punching yeah, my yeah, mic yeah. during apologies, my motivational apologies. speech? What I'm the so- what do you think? This is the good grass show? You can just f*** all you want? Sorry. Anyways, no, no. I've never yelled at a guest on my show, so oh I think that was my no, first, no, like, I just yelled at you. No, you're cool, you're um, cool. I was really like, I was like, oh, man, that's, that was amazing. You know why? Because I had, shout out Frankie always. We had Frankie yo, always on Frank. before He's this, cool and Frankie kept elbowing the mic, and I want to be like, yo, Frankie, if you elbow that goddamn mic, so I just took it out on you, my bad. No, nah, you're cool, you're cool. Nah, I was like, oh, man, I agree, I agree, and then I fucked the thing, and I was like, oh. No, stop moving. No, but I feel like you get it, though. It's just that, you know, getting people to be genuine and authentically themselves through any conversation, because you can do it through the Messy Room podcast. Mm -hmm. I can do it through Old Soul Young World. You can do it through Good Grass. Um, It's just through different types of conversation. But you can always evoke that like emotion. Um, And just wondering, because we did shout out Montel Williams, but you've also recently had an interview with Millie's that I was like, what the (laughs) Um, but I do know Millie's is around the area, and I know he is um, he's a Cam- cannabis advocate. Yeah, he's a Cambridge boy for yeah, life. Yeah, so so what was good with that? So it was kind of like um, Millie's came for the Cambridge. Shout out Millie's. Shout out to Millie's, bro. That, that's my guy, fire. bro. But he came out. Uh, he came to the the opening to our Cambridge location, and um, he was just mad cool. Like honestly, like you know how like like you hear like these stories of some celebrity just being like crazy, and they're like oh, f- off, like don't f- talk like to me. Like a big head type. Yeah, shit. like Millie's really came in. And I, I adapt them up. I was like, yo, bro, like, you know, big fan, like, love, love the, you know, love Blanco 5, all this shit, talking about, like, 
oh, I love that collab you did with Cousin Stiz. And he was like genuinely like engaging with me. He wasn't just brushing me off. He was cool. And then I just kind of was like, yo, can I get like a five minute like interview with you where you just ask stupid questions? And oh, just... so it was like on the spot. Like that wasn't like planned scheduled. Yeah, interview. yeah, it, it was wasn't like, planned. Oh. No, he was literally leaving. He was oh, leaving. So shit. you been to Cambridge, you know Graffiti Alley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were walking down and then he was just like, I was like, yo, Millie's up. Uh, can I? Can I get you for five minutes? I just got to ask, like, <laughs> I was like, I just, I just got to ask, like, you know, some industry questions, just like yeah. high, we call it high end questions, right? Where you Yo, just ask, like. Yo, I have that in my notes. I love that shit. Thank you, I thank love you, thank that. You. That's so catchy. High end questions. Yeah, high. Yeah, because yeah. you're high. You know, high, high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like. High class. He, yeah, he was like, oh, all right, man. And then we just did it. And it was just so, so cool. And he's just so real. Like, and the questions I, I, I literally just like, because I, I listened to It was like on the spot things. type shit. Yeah, and I kind of, so I wrote them down before okay. I started. Like he was just like talking to people and like engaging with people. But then I just wrote wrote down what came to my head because mm -hmm. I follow him and stuff. And then we just had a great time, like on, in the alley, just like and it was cool. Like he's How literally long cool. Was as that hell. a couple minutes or was Lit that like I had him maybe five minutes? I okay, asked, I probably I... asked him like, oh, what do you feel about the Western? Yeah. And then I asked him, I don't even. Oh, I asked him like, oh, if oh, what the f did I ask him? I asked him something about like, oh, I was like, oh, if if uh, you can't talk to if your parents always tell you you can't talk to strangers. How do you make friends? And he was like, what? <laughs> he was like, bro. He's like, that he's like, that question's up there. Well, what the f is the meaning of life? And then we, it was just such a genuine laugh. Yeah, like we were just yeah. cracking up and shit. But yeah, he's definitely like, that's literally how it came about. He just came to the store and I just, I just asked him. He's cool yeah. as hell. And it's dope too, because I feel like, I don't know. Well, maybe you can tell me like Vic five years ago, would you have been confident enough? Would you have been like mentally in the state enough to be able to like on the spot, ask Millie's to do an interview and come up with questions uh, right there? I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to like, like five years ago, what was I like? Uh, I would have probably gone up to him, but five years ago, I was so like in the corporate life and so like in a suit. So I probably would just dab them up like, oh man, love your music. But I would have never thought of like asking him a question or like yeah. even like thinking of like interviewing him or like, cause Again, at that time, like, I literally didn't, did, just didn't think it was possible to just even, like, casually talk to people like that. Yeah. Like, even getting a high five would have been, like, a highlight for me. Like, right. but now, like, I feel like, oh, man, I just literally had a casual combo with Millie's, bro. And he, like, he signed a Jada kiss and Snoop Dogg, you know, you know, put him on his Instagram and shit. That, you know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah. cool. Like, I feel like, like I'm in a cool club or something. So double, you are in a cool club, actually. Thank you, thank you. you know, the Vic Cool Club. Hopefully I can be in the Vic Cool Club Yo, one day. Welcome. You know, you're always welcome. Uh, maybe I'll be on the Messy Room podcast. Oh, God. I literally, yeah, I literally told Jason, <laughs> I was like, we gotta have her I'll wear my mismatched socks that day. I won't wear my heels. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm um, telling you. Oh, you're always welcome. Always hey. welcome. I'm telling we just, we're just chilling on the couch and we're just having fun and we're just talking and we're just talking about life and yeah. it'll be awesome. It'll be yes, awesome. Definitely that's be awesome. dope. Um, but it's cool too to do things like just to go off what you did with Millie's like in the moment like that because sometimes that becomes the most genuine of it all. You know what I mean? And okay. not psyching yourself out. Just letting things flow, letting it happen and having that like confidence to anyone listening who, who's trying to start their own podcast if i only started my podcast a year ago with no prior experience and here we are now and vic started his podcast in his messy room then got hired at a dispensary as a social media podcast manager pretty much and then is now you know interviewing like that like if we can do it vic do anyway, you feel like anyone can do that's it? what i'm saying like that that's like probably like the biggest thing that i that i just that's like my morals like that's like how, why I live life. I literally just want everyone to be their true, genuine selves. Like, just live like your life that you want to live. Don't don't think, oh, I have to be a doctor because my parents were doctors. Don't think like, oh, 
uh, I can never be a comedian because I live in a in a community like you know in a in a community where like everyone like no one's ever made it like don't don't think like that literally think like yo I have this dream how the f am I gonna get there like what steps do I gotta take to just be the greatest thing for me you know what I mean yeah. like just be the and greatest and I can be in whatever like stay in your lane you feel me yeah. like do whatever it is that you love type shit exactly i'll never i'll never like i always tell my boys like i'll never be like nah don't do this like what are you talking about like no like i'll literally be like all right like i'll, I'll tell you what i think all right this is what i think but bro you do whatever the f whatever you want to do and as long as you're happy bro i'm happy and we're all blessed that's how i feel yeah and that's how i think and that's just the goal for like the messy room good grass show just true genuine conversations about whatever you know obviously yeah. good grass show, i got to talk about weed and things like that so Boom, like there's like a niche. Yeah. So boom, whatever. We 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 fill the the what is it, the obligation or like we 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 get the we get it, we just get it. You know, yeah. we get it. What, like what, you what, stay what, on the topic, yeah, yeah, but we you stay can on the bear off of it also. Exactly, but yeah. we're still being our true genuine selves. Whereas Facts. the messy room, we're literally in a messy room and we're just chilling, having fun, <laughs> just being our true genuine selves, having great conversations and just learning and growing and just like all right, have you ever been have you ever done a podcast where like you'd be like, all right. Like at the end, you're just like, you sit there and you're kind of like, that was f awesome. You feel yes. like almost like you're high. Yes. Like that's, that's like literally a life high. Like you're like, oh my gosh, like I just did that. Exactly. Like, yeah. That, that's kind of like what I want every aspect of my life to be. Facts. Just true, genuine love like that at all times. That's that feeling where you're just like, damn, crazy. I want to just be like at Market Basket or something and be like, that was insane, bro. Facts, like, wow, facts. that word just blessed. Like, wow, like, yo, I just got the best groceries. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Just like that life high because, and I think, you know, that's the thing. It's like once you start living genuinely for things that you want to do, that you care about, when you stop listening to other people, when you stop letting other people's like um, perspectives or influences influence you, you know what I mean? That's when you can find what you really love. And it's just like, you got to take that risk though. You got to take that chance. Like, and I just want to keep going back to the beginning of your story. Like you took a fucking risk. You took a chance. You were in a corporate job, you jump ship and you did something completely different on yeah. a whole different path. And that shit is, is c coming to fruition now. And you feel better just as Vic, you exactly, know what I'm saying? Which exactly. is most important. Exactly. And, and, like jump, like you said, jumping ship is not it's not easy because like again, people around you are still gonna think the same. They're yeah. still gonna think like in this way. So like you're gonna like have these in interactions. Like I, like I was talking to Jason, right, my um co like our co-host at the messy room, and I was telling him like, bro, like I was frustrated because I felt like I felt like I was doing what I had to do. Like I was doing this good grass stuff. I was doing everything I needed. You know what I mean? Like I'm learning every day. I'm learning this media stuff. I'm doing. I'm I'm ch I'm chasing the dream, living the dream every day. But like you still have conversations with people where they're kind of like talking to you like like I, I I said oh they're talking to me like from a like a crackhead or something like, like that's what I was thinking you. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, questioning yeah. me like bro what are you doing with your life like bro you should do this oh you should do that and it's kind of like you gotta like 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 and these are people that are close to you and you kind of gotta like, just be like bro like I'm just living my life like I'm doing what I gotta do like you don't understand I'm happy like yeah. this this and that like how do you like just for anyone listening in as like you know, a young man, like you say, you're Puerto Rican, right? Okay, so, you know, a Hispanic young man, like, with the stress, the influences, all that shit, like, how how do you actually put it aside to just be who the fuck you are? I mean, you I have just... any advice? I just think, I just think, so, like, I feel like the greatest moments I've ever had was when I was just being myself. Like, for example, like, 
uh, when I turned 21, we went to Icon Club and I was just having fun dancing around and I didn't care what anyone thought. So it was like, oh man, I was being myself in that memory or like, uh, I don't know, like where we're just like in the car and we're making fun of each other. Like, you know, my boy Marvin's making fun of me. I'm making fun of Marvin. You know, I'm making fun of Anthony, all this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, we were just being ourselves. Like, so I just feel like no matter like how, how much like, oh, life can get you or like life can be stressful or like, you know, whatever, like, oh, your finances could be like, oh, running low or whatever the it is. As long as I feel like I'm my true self, I feel like everything will be okay. Like everything will, will come, come like come together like you know what i mean that's how i feel like 100 percent. yeah and it's just completely agree yeah and then and then you know the way i deal with like stress and things like that is i podcast i just do what i love yeah play softball on the weekends and hurt my knee like shout out to softball team yeah yeah we're on three (laughs) but yeah but that's what i mean like outlets besides like you know the typical exactly like you know, sometimes you just get lost in life where, like, you Facts. just have to do things. Like, you know, you have to pay rents and you have yeah. to, you have to, uh, I don't know, like, look out for this and you have to do this. So, like, just having, like, just doing things you love and just doing it, being yourself while you do it is just the, the way you live, the way it's, it's just yeah. a blessing. You know what I mean? That's how, that's how I always just go back and you when know, I feel well, like I'm struggling or I feel Facts. like I'm anxious or whatever. I just be like, ah, hey, you're you, man. Like, just. You're cool, bro. And that's the hardest thing sometimes. And it's crazy because we live in a world, you know, where it's very social media based and like being involved in social media. It's like when you're on there, yeah, you can get sucked in. You can like compare yourself to other people. But honestly, once you start realizing the best person you can ever just be and embrace is you, is genuinely who you are. That's what gains love. That's what gains traction. That's what gains when you are actually putting your real personality mm-hmm. out there. Like, yo, when you put that video out, like I said about Montel Williams, <laughs> and it was like awkward as f- Like that sh- was so funny. It was so funny. And like a lot of the the ways that you cut up good grass shows and the clips, like it's very um, content driven, very yeah. funny, very like educational or just cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and actually I want to shout out a video you put up. I think it was yesterday. It was like a floating eighth. Like you were doing oh, some like <laughs> weird stuff. And like this eighth was like floating there. You're like, have you ever seen an eighth float? Maybe you're too high or maybe. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It was so funny. Um, but you had your Red Sox hat on. Yep. And then later last night, you sent me this fun video which actually i'm gonna make my producer put right here while we talk about it but um yo i think you won some sneakers at the red sox game last night i've never seen nobody win new balance sneakers at the red sox this dude's on a jumbotron i don't know like what what the happened when i tell you like winning the dance off was probably one of like the greatest the greatest things i've ever done because like i love fenway park like i love i love baseball i love fenway park like uh, you guys don't understand. He's like, a fanatic. Like I, when I tell you, like I might just damn near like like if I ever get married, like I might go on a knee in Fenway Park. Like like I'm telling you, like so it's kind of like just spit my champagne. Out. <laughs> so it's kind of oh, like so I love Fenway. So like since I've been going to Fenway, like as a fan, I've always wanted to get on the jumbotron, and I never get Yo! on. I never get on. So that, it was kind of like a life goal last night. But no, not last night. That was oh, like that a while ago. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you tricked me. I thought but, that. Sh- no, no, night. I was just, I was sending that I to you just hyped. for like, for laughs. Oh, like, yeah, I thought yeah, you were at the gate. I was like, yo, nah, nah, this was, dude, he's coming out tomorrow. We going to talk about this. going to be a fresh nah, story. That was, that was opening day. I was oh, opening okay. day. I just sent it to you because I was like, yo, I think she'll laugh That's at this. Like, it would be cool. Like, yeah, some like inside stuff. But yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, so, it, all right. So we kind of just, um, so, yeah, that was in April. So then last year, I got, I finally got in the Jumbotron. Hey. And I'm, I'm doing the dance-off. I'm doing the dance-off. And I think I'm going to win. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to win the fucking dance-off. And then all of a sudden, 
Bro, some dude in a wheel, a fuck, um, a crutch. He chugs a beer. What? He starts flinging his crutch in the air. What? And I fucking lose. I was like, oh, yo, bruh. he swooped that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, so then I was like, man, like this will never happen. So then when we went to the opening day, like. And I won. Like it was like the, like it was like like when Ali came back. Like it was like the yo, greatest that was thing like ever. Like some genuine excitement. Like you should, <laughs> y'all, yo, yo. I can't wait to show this video. When you see Vic's face when he realizes he won the sneakers, like it changes. It's like happy, and then it goes like extreme. Like, like I'm it was I like, thought you was going to cry. I was I, like, I damn, you won those have. New Balance sneakers. I literally might have. Like honestly, like not, nah, but it's it was just the. Did they really time. give you the sneakers? I. I, so I have until December 22nd oh, to get okay. these cool shoes, these okay, new balances. Gotcha, but gotcha. I kind of been waiting for like a cool drop of mm. new balance or something. But like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get the free shoes soon. Like, I feel that. But yeah, it was definitely. You gonna get them free shoes? Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so it was definitely one of the like, my highlights of my life because like, I, like I said, I love Fenway and I just yeah. I love 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 being like again. That's we spin it back. I was just being myself, just being goofy on camera, and I, I wanted, like, That's New Balance sneakers. That's what made me think like, about it, because you said, like, you were in the club being your genuine self on your 21st birthday, and I'm like, yo, that video you sent me, like, that was literally, like, yeah. just going <laughs> off, like, real ass I'll <laughs> tell you, that, no, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was That's awesome. funny. That was so um, one more question for you, Vic, you before we you. sign off here. Ask all my guests who come on the show. Um, what does it mean to you, Vic Rodriguez, from wherever you started, wherever you've been, where you at now, everything you've gone through? Um, what does it mean to you to be an old soul in a young world? I, honestly, or just an old soul at all? I honestly feel, like, amazing. Like I said, like, like we, we talked about my journey, and we just talked about, like, how, like you said, the conversation started with me just being wild and, like, screaming at myself to, like, just, you know, doing the podcast and doing all these things. So, like, I feel like it's just... Like, it's a blessing because I'm just on this journey and I'm doing cool things now. And, and like, you know, because if I wasn't doing the podcast and all these things, I would never even have met you. You would have never come up to me. So now being on Old Soul Young World is just a true, a true blessing. And, like, it's been fun. Like, that's what hey. I mean. Like, it's, it, it's, it's just aligned with the greater story is how I feel. Yes, yes. When you have an old soul, when you have, like, a deeper passion, because that's what I relate to an old soul to, like, having something deeper, just something you can't explain, something that's not physical. It's just that burning sensation inside of you that makes you want to quit your job where you're wearing a suit and go do something off the grid you know because that will fulfill you in the end no matter what so it's like whatever if you're an old soul you're a young soul any type of soul in between y'all can do it too make sure you know that and tune in with me your host jesse ellie next week on old soul in a young world